So, New Year, and um, we often think about new things, don't we? And New Year's resolutions are popular at this time of the year. And uh, we might think about uh, the phrase, turning over a new leaf as well, which sometimes people use. Have we got that picture? There we go. If that helps you, there's a bit of visual stimulation for you. There's a leaf that you could think about, turning over a new one, so to speak. Um, In this passage, which I chose uh, from, uh, from Isaiah for us to look at today, um, there's some important things that God says about how God is doing new things. But they're prefaced by a very clear indication of who God is. Let me just recap some of the key points. Um, this is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel... So we start off with the good news. God is our redeemer. God is the one who rescues us, who buys us back, who lifts us up out of trouble. Uh, And we know that from the Christmas story, of course, which we continue to bear in mind. And in John's Gospel, it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. God came to us. God took the initiative and showed us what grace and truth are. So God is our redeemer. God comes to us. And we're going to celebrate bread and wine uh, in Holy Communion this morning and to remember how God has redeemed us. God has brought us back. God has paid the price himself to work For our benefit, God is constantly at work for our good and for our benefit. And to be for us means to be against whatever works against us. Now, when God was speaking to the ancient Israelites, their their problem makers were the Babylonians um, and, uh, and other people who took pride in themselves and in their military power. And in the reading it says... Um, God will bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians and the ships in which they took pride. Now, probably not many of us this morning are troubled by Babylonians or ships, um, but there may be things that trouble you. There may be things that are problematic for you. Um, And the promise for you this morning is that God is for you in those things and that therefore God is working against the things which are against you. Your enemy's enemy is your friend, they say. And God is against your enemies, whatever they may be. And I'm, give you, I'm going to give you space in a few moments to think about what that might be. But as our Redeemer and as the Holy One and as the one who rescues us, the Lord says, I am the Lord, your King. And so God rightly deserves our allegiance and our obedience. And we're encouraged to offer that to God joyfully, knowing that God has already taken the initiative to redeem us. And in that context, God says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? And to me, there's a really potent image there, which I know I can relate to, 
which is to be so absorbed in what has happened in the past that I do not perceive, that I am blinkered, I am blinded, I cannot see the new things which might be happening, the new things which God is intending. Um, And as the sort of pandemic continues, there's a real risk of being either ground down by the weariness of that and wrapped up in, oh, isn't it awful? Or to be nostalgic about, well, wasn't it good two years ago when we could do this and that and the other and I wish we could do that again? And both of those attitudes could potentially make it hard for us to see, well, what's the new thing? What is God going to do in 2022? Or for us not even to begin to think about what might we want God to do in 2022? What could be different? So I want us to open our imaginations a bit this this morning and to deliberately look forward and not get too caught up in the present or the past. And there's a promise for us. Uh, After God says, I'm doing a new thing, it goes on. I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. I provide water in the desert and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself. So again, that's a wonderfully rich image of a wasteland, a desert, a hot and dry and dusty place, a place where things are hard, where things are wearisome, uh, where there are threats and dangers, uh, where it seems there is no new life, there's nothing generative going on, and yet the promise is, I will provide water in that place. In the desert, there will be water. This is an incredible image of God saying, I will meet you in the place where you are, in the midst of your challenges, in the midst of your feeling lifeless. And I will provide you with what it needs to create life. I will do something new. I will bring water and new things will sprout up that you couldn't even anticipate, you couldn't expect. And it's in that place of dryness where that will happen. So we are promised a refreshing, we are promised a drink, the source of life. And all of that is for a purpose. This passage concluded with the phrase that they, that is my people, God's people, they may proclaim my praise. How could we not, as we've already sung this morning, how could we not proclaim God's praise when we recognise how good God is in reaching out to us and giving us life, even in the lifeless places? So, there's time for you to reflect now, and um, some questions to prompt you is... Are things like these, what new thing might you look forward to, might you want in the year ahead? What might you want to change or what might you want God to do for you in the year ahead? What renewal, what source of life do you need? Where, where do you think are the bits of your life that are dry and lifeless and weary? Can you imagine anything new happening there?
what would it take for you to be overwhelmed with wanting to praise God every day? We're just going to have have a few minutes just for you to reflect in God's presence. Richard is going to put some quiet music on. Um, uh, If if it helps you to to think by talking to someone, feel free to have a little quiet chat with your neighbour if that helps you to get your thinking going. Um, If you just want to be praying quietly, conversing with the Lord yourself, then do that and um, don't disturb anyone around you who looks like they're just praying quietly. But sure, let's just have a a good few minutes uh, of our own quiet reflection before God and, and offer yourself to God, open yourself up in your quietness of your heart, voice to God. What do you want? What do you want to be different this year? What are the new things? Or maybe ask God to give you a vision to help you to perceive the new thing which God is imagining for you.